Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another week. Welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Monday, December 7th. I hope you had a wonderful weekend uh, as we celebrated the second Sunday of Advent. Um, this coming weekend, we we light the, the rose-colored candle, uh, our journey uh, to the birth, the birthing, our preparation time is is nearing the birth, and so it becomes more and more important, and we'll discuss a little bit about that today in our gospel. It is a feast day today, the Feast of St. Ambrose. We'll talk a little bit about Ambrose at the end, but let's dive into our gospel today. Uh, Ambrose's feast does not change what we would normally hear on Monday of the second week of Advent. So it is Luke chapter 5, verses 17 to 26. Luke 5, 17 to 26. Let's open God's word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. One day, as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, were sitting there, and the power of the Lord was with him for healing. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence. But not finding a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on a stretcher through the tiles into the middle in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, As for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to ask themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier to say? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say rise and walk? but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all, and they all glorified God. And struck with awe, they said, We have seen incredible things today. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. That is so good, isn't it? I mean, there's so much there, and I can't go everywhere I don't want to because I'd be like scattershot, and, you know, just getting to uh, so many wonderful things uh, just in, in a little just in, in, in a way that they deserve more. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> so let's focus. I, I want to focus on the forgiveness aspect. So, my friends, th- these are some family or friends uh, that are doing everything they can to see Jesus, uh, who is teaching uh, in the middle of, uh, uh, well, in a, in a house, uh, apparently, or under a dwelling anyway, under a roof. And they cannot get their friend, their family member to him. And they, they're, they're brilliant. Again, they, they pull a Zacchaean, if I can use that word, like Zacchaeus. They're like, I will not be daunted. And they think outside the box, what are ways I can get to Christ? Uh, 
I can get this person to him. And so there they go. They go up on the roof and they, uh, they, they take some of the tiles away and they lower him down in front of Jesus. And here's the line I want to focus on, though. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, as for you, your sins are forgiven. Now, first of all, I want to say a couple of things here. The first is, um, faith is, I think we can often think it's just a head game. Faith is, you know, how well do we know the creed? How well do we know the teachings of the church and the catechism and, uh, and the edicts of uh, scripture and um, the tradition of the church? Now, listen, all those things are important, but we keep it there as a how well do we know? But they didn't say boo. They, they haven't talked to Jesus at all. He didn't know anything about what they knew. But he saw their faith through their creative actions to say, I know that this man can heal him, and I will move heaven and earth to make sure my friend, my family member, whoever this is to me, is there in front of you. That is an act of faith. That knowledge, all those things I said earlier, must lead to actions of faith or they are empty. It is empty knowledge. When we profess our faith at Mass and say the creed, those are important and good words. But if they lead to no action, they are empty. Brothers and sisters, one needs to look at us and see our faith. In the old edict, they will know we are Christians by our love one for another. They will not know we are Christians by coming to us and saying, tell me about the creed and, uh, and you know, state it for me. They will know our faith by what they see. But not only that, brothers and sisters. Okay, so that's part one of this sentence. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, as for you, your sins are forgiven. Jesus looked and saw what was binding them. Now I say them, not just the one on the stretcher, because it is a plural action, a plural word that Jesus is using when Jesus saw their faith, not just the faith of the one on the mat. He said to them, as for you, your sins are forgiven. He's forgiving all of them. In, in my mind, up until I just read this, it, it's always been the, the one on the mat that he's just forgiving. But brothers and sisters, I think through their act of faith, Jesus sees what they're carrying and dismisses it. Not the person. I mean, all these burdens. Brothers and sisters, I think you and I are so like Jacob Marley. I think we are bound and we carry these chains, these sins of our past with us. Even as people tell us, put them away. Even as we've had wonderful priests in the confessional tell us, you are forgiven, do we pick them back up? Or do we believe them and let them down? Even these people, these wonderful people who are doing this act of faith and lowering their friend before Jesus, I think Jesus was able to look at them and see what bound them and bound this person in front of him. Brothers and sisters, we are the decisions we have made, um, and many of those have been good, we wouldn't be seeking Christ out without that, without the gift 
and the, and the call of the Spirit here. But I think every one of us have regrets. Every one of us, to be human, means to carry those. And do we allow our brother to look at us and say, my friends, your sins are forgiven. And do we put them down and leave them down? We are bound. This man on the mat, he looked at him and didn't say, rise up. He said, what is really binding him is not his illness, his infirmity, but the sin he carries. That's what binds us too. Brothers and sisters, you and I who are Catholics, we have the opportunity to go to to reconciliation where a priest can look at us and say, through the ministry of the church and the power of the Holy Spirit, I absolve you from all your sins. Do we have to go to confession to be forgiven? No. Do we get to go to confession to be forgiven? Yes, because brothers and sisters, we are a people of the senses. And sometimes we just need somebody to look at us and touch us and tell us, you are forgiven. We get to do that. That is gift. It is gift. And my friends, you who are in the Kiel, New Holstein, St. Anne area, we have a communal reconciliation service this coming Thursday night at 6 o'clock at St. Anne. You get to come. We have three priests you get to sit in them with them, and then you get to choose to listen to what they say and believe it as an act of faith that will save you and saves all of us. Brothers and sisters, this is so good. Ah, I've already gone on longer than I want to. <laughs> uh, but, okay, let's talk about St. Ambrose because he deserves a little bit of time. My goodness, he's a doctor of the church and a saint. He deserves more than I'm going to give him. One of his biographers said this about St. Ambrose. And I know very little, by the way, my friends. Feel free to do research. But one of his biographers said this. said, at the, the, on the last day, at the last judgment, the, the people will still be divided between those who love St. Ambrose, Ambrose and those who do not. <laughs> That's the kind of guy he was. It means Ambrose was not somebody who was mealy-mouthed or wishy-washy or milk toast. Ambrose took a stand, and sometimes people didn't care for that. Ambrose, okay, so he was a soldier who the Roman Empire, the Roman emperor, asked to go and be the governor of Milan. Remember, this was when Rome was starting to fall apart. This was 4th century, and asked him to go be a, a, the governor of Milan and, and take care of Milan for him as the, as the empire started to crumble. This was just the beginning of that. And uh, he became a catechumen. And even before he had been baptized, when he was catechumen, the people of Milan asked Ambrose to be their bishop. <laughs> Can you imagine that today? Never, never. But that's how it was then. But they saw in him a leader. And, uh, and that he was. He stood up to three emperors, not one, not two, three. Uh, Justine, who tried to take away two of his churches in Milan and give them to the Arians. Uh, Oxentius, whom he talked to and said, listen, the emperor is in the church, not above the church. I don't know exactly what Oxentius was going to do. And then Theodosius, who massacred 7,000 people. And uh, publicly, uh, Ambrose admonished him. And, uh, 
and, and, and Theodosius did public penance for the crime. But that wasn't all that he did. He was an incredible speaker, an orator, uh, and uh, modeled his speaking on Cicero, the incredible Roman speaker. And, um, and uh, again, he's a doctor of the church, so he had to be good. But even that wasn't all he did. What Ambrose is most known for was the spiritual director of Augustine. When Augustine was searching, he found what he wanted in Ambrose. And even though the two had a, a relationship of love and uh, less than love on occasion, uh, it was Ambrose who baptized Augustine. And Augustine may be the central figure outside of Paul, after Christ, of course, in the history of our church. One can argue, but Augustine's on a very short list. And Ambrose was the man behind the curtain. We owe a lot to him. We owe a lot to him. He was a, he was a strong man, a man who stood on his convictions and something brothers and sisters, we can learn from as well. Let's pray. Went a little long today. Thanks for putting up with me. Um, okay, we're on the uh, Sorrowful Mysteries. So let's bring our intentions and place them in the arms of our Blessed Mother. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The first Sorrowful Mystery, the agony in the garden. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, thank you for uh, being with me today and opening up God's word. Blessings on your week ahead, and I look forward to us sharing God's word again together.